Olasu. Before we begin, I'd like to just to invite uh, one other comrade, uh, Herdi. Would you just introduce yourself to everybody? Uh, Nick, and, Nick and Michelle were in last Saturday. They introduced themselves, so just so that people know who you are. That's pretty much the close. That's the whole set. We just, I don't invite just any anybody to join us, but Heidi is welcome to come anytime she wishes. Nick and Michelle. That's pretty much it. So Heidi, who are you? Hello, all. my name is Heidi Sederholm, and I'm I've been here now Tanipura more than one year actually. Yeah. I'm a scientist, do research about meditation, and I came here for the second Shamatha retreat uh, to do collect the data from the participants. And then I also realized that I had my I had my son, two boys with me, and they are at the school. So this was a wonderful place to to conduct research and also enable myself uh, practice a lot of meditation. So we have been here now since then. Sometimes visiting in Finland, uh, because I'm from Finland, and my, my uh, science, uh, scientists and supervisors are from Finland and from Sweden, actually. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy to, to do long-distance work from here to, to my uh, research group. Thank you. Have a good retreat. Welcome, Olaso. This morning, of course, we'll return to the shamatha without a sign, awareness of awareness. And I must say, I'm very, very drawn, uh, enormously drawn to this very particular approach taught by Padmasambhava, which we've already begun, and it does come in phases. There's a theme that runs through the phases, and that is this inversion, this kind of oscillation of the inversion in upon awareness, which is a withdrawal. If you're wondering where do you go, do you go inside your head or in your throat or whatever, it's not really going to any place spatially. It's simply a withdrawal from all appearances. So wherever there are appearances, you're withdrawing from them. So it's more just like an inversion in awareness in upon itself, inverting from the sound, from sight, but also inverting, withdrawing in from the space of the mind, mental events, and so forth. So that's the inversion. It's not going inside your head or inside your eyeballs or something like that. So there's the inversion, and then there's a release. And the release is not just a, like a swing or a pendulum kind of going out in front of you. It's more like a, a, a flower opening, just opening in all directions, just a, a total release, a release of your awareness into space, but not attending to space, into a space of non-objectivity. That is just a release into no object. It's especially when you're doing the release that you release all thoughts, so it's very explicitly a release into non-conceptuality, into no thought. Okay? So, what are we inverting into? Well, the very nature of awareness, its salient characteristics, are that it has just two qualities, and they are luminosity and cognizance, and that is consciousness, awareness, I use the words interchangeably, has the distinct and unique characteristic, that is nothing else in the natural world, in the whole world, has this characteristic, and that is consciousness illuminates, it makes manifest. It makes manifest. So as I look at the color of Katinka's shirt, 
then a grayness appears, so when a color appears. Well, that grayness is not in the molecules of the shirt. The grayness is not in the photons. There's no such thing as gray photons. Even when we speak of gray matter, it's not really gray because it's dark in there. So even the, even the uh, neurons don't have a color in and of themselves. It's pitch black in there. It better be, right? Unless I have a hole in my head. And so it is consciousness that illuminates colors. And now, speaking more broadly, illuminate is not just for the visual. To illuminate means to make manifest. It is consciousness that manifests sound and smell and taste and touch. Consciousness that manifests thoughts and emotions. It is the light of consciousness that illuminates, makes manifest the whole dreamscape. Everything that appears in the dream. So consciousness has that quality. In one word, it illuminates. And secondly, it cognizes. So once again, as I look at Katinka's shirt, I know that's a shirt. I know that's gray. And how do I know that? Because that quality of cognizance, of knowing, of ascertaining, is one of the second distinct and unique qualities of consciousness. So we're inverting right into that immediate experience. As Tsongkhapa says, into sertsam, riktsam, you're inverting into the sheer, or the simple cognizance, the sheer luminosity, the sheer cognizance. Coming right into that. Right? Now in the second phase, because I don't want to talk much this morning until we get into the practice, the second phase of this practice is inverting not only in upon these salient characteristics of consciousness itself, the awareness of awareness, but now we're going to, almost like what I call, I call a cognoscopy, a cognoscopy. That is, we're coming in, like doing a biopsy on cognition, on awareness itself. We're probing inwards, and that's very crucial. I, need, I want to front load this a little bit, because you could be just bewildered when we're doing the practice. And that is, as we're coming in, we'll come in with a question as we're inverting awareness in, what is your experience of being the one who is inverting and releasing the awareness? What is your experience of being the agent? Is there not someone who's in control here? Who's, who's agreed, who's decided to follow the instruction. You don't have to. You could be thinking about popsicles, and ice cream, and jelly beans. But if, but you may, if you wish, follow the instructions of the meditation. And so the instructions are now invert your awareness right in upon your lived sense, your experienced sense of being the one who is in charge. And so what do you do? You invert your awareness and you simply, as you're doing so, you see what you see. What comes to mind when you're probing so deeply within that you're seeking to attend to that which is inverting and releasing the awareness? Inverting and releasing. What comes to mind? Do you have a sense of being the agent? Is there a sense of something or someone in here who's controlling the mind? Inverting and releasing. Inverting and releasing. And when you probe inwards upon the agent, what do you perceive? And then you release out. So invert and release, invert and release. Okay? So it's simple. Not so easy. But it's simple. Okay? We should talk about it later, what your experiences are. But right now, let's just jump in. See what it's like. Don't go looking for the right answer, like trying to figure out what's at the end of the book. When you probe inward, just see what you see and be prepared to report.
always start out easy, you know. With this nice, relaxing move. So let your awareness descend into and fill the space of the body. Softening all the muscles of the face and softening the eyes. Settling your body in its natural state. Releasing all control and all preference over the respiration, let it settle in its natural rhythm. Set your mind at ease, in stillness and in clarity, for a little while, observing the sensations of the breath throughout the body. You may count the breaths if you find it helpful for calming the discursive mind. And let your eyes be open and evenly rest your gaze in the space in front of you. But without meditating on anything, without focusing on any object, just be present, resting your awareness without distraction and without grasping onto anything. 
Master gazed gently downwards, utterly relaxed and loose. Now gently begin the oscillation. The arousing, the focusing, the concentration of your awareness in upon itself as you withdraw your attention from all appearances right into the experience of being aware. Focusing clearly and then utterly releasing your attention, your awareness, into space without an object. Convert and release at your own rhythm as a preliminary exercise only. You may conjoin this rhythm with that of the breath. That helps you. Throughout the whole cycle of inversion and release, to the best of your ability, maintain a non-conceptual flow of awareness, releasing thoughts as soon as they arise. And throughout the cycle, gently sustain this flow of knowing, of knowing, the awareness of awareness.
And now as you invert, probe more deeply. Who is it? Or what is it? That is in control of the mind. That is directing this oscillation of inversion and relief. As you invert, probe right in upon your experienced sense of being the one who's in charge of your mind. And as you do so, simply see what comes to mind. What is your experience of being the agent? Invert deeply, clearly, and then release into space. Breathe through the nostrils or through the mouth. See for yourself which is more helpful. And giving you a very deep sense of looseness and relaxation, which is crucial for this practice. Carefully inspect this agent. There must be something or someone in charge, because this is a voluntary act. Who volunteered? And what are the characteristics of the agent? Do you, the agent, have location? Are you inside your head? The top part of the head, the lower part? Inside the body or out?
Do you, the agent who is in charge of your mind, do you have a shape or a size? Are you round, cubic? Are you small or are you large? You call the inwards upon the agent. Do you as the agent have any appearance at all? At all? Do you have color? Form? Observe closely, inspect deeply, and then release utterly into space.
sustain the flow of knowing. Arousing your attention as you invert, thereby overcoming laxity. And utterly releasing, thereby overcoming excitation. And release the oscillation. Let your awareness come to rest in the center, neither inverted nor released, letting it rest in its own place, holding its own ground, neither out nor in, just resting in the ever so simple awareness of awareness.
also. That will very likely not be the last thing you do today. You may be walking, you may be eating, you may be engaging in a wide variety of other voluntary actions. But as you do so in between sessions, I suggest you keep on coming back, probing in. What is the nature of the observer? Not the observer, the agent, the doer. What comes to mind? Keep the continuity, okay? See you a little bit later.